You're listening to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. Tune in each week to learn how we can all make inclusive marketing the industry standard. Welcome and welcome back to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. I am your host, Joanne Boyce. We're excited to have you back with us this week. And this week we have the wonderful, the amazing Jade from the Reman Co team. How are you, Jade? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, I am really getting into the vibe of season two. I'm, I'm enjoying enjoying the ventures and the topics that we've been brainstorming and coming up with. Yes. Ooh. See, I say words and then I have the moment of pause. Let's remind me to check if brainstorming is still relevant or still appropriate, because I think that might not be. Okay. Yeah. It's one of those words. And that's kind of like an insight into um, a little bit for anyone's listening, <laughs> how things happen in the team. We, just live our everyday life and we just like oh is that a thing is that not a thing yeah but today the thing we will be focusing on is how to be inclusive in your social media marketing now this one is near and dear to my heart because my first venture into marketing was social media marketing and social media management and i remember the first time it kind of came up, but it wasn't as apparent was when I was doing the marketing for black girl convention and I was planning all their social media and we were researching. And I think I had a conversation with the founder of black girl convention and Mina Fombo about the different types of black women we want to profile. And hindsight, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, that was my, one of my first conversations about intersectional representation within a niche the niche being mm-hmm. black women, which is not a niche, it's a huge market, but how we can represent different types of black women in different subject matters. Um, Jade, I've, I'm taking a huge guess here, but when was your first interaction with inclusive social media marketing? It was when I joined Arima. <laughs> I hadn't even heard of it before. Yeah, I was just like, I'm taking a huge guess. I think I know the answer, but... I think one of the first challenges we had was around alt text and that was a journey mm-hmm. and a half for us. But first, let's do a huge overview. For those who don't know anything about social media marketing, in general, it's marketing whatever your product, service or business is on the social platforms. And I am a huge advocate of you can do almost anything in social media marketing. I have met many marketers who are like, no, mailing this always first or website always first. I'm just like, you can test an idea on social. You can do a lot on social, but it is still a platform owned by others. So you've got to make sure you do convert people to get their emails and so forth. Now, whenever I talk to social media marketers or I talk to people in the space, they don't even think that you need to be inclusive they don't they don't it see baffles it. me it, it baffles us because we're on the other side of the fence but honestly um when we do our training and we talk about different areas people are just like oh okay but one of the most common ones that i hear and people kind of relate to is stock photos mm. and a lot of the times 
social media marketers who are marketing for like products or things that don't have active imagery that they can get regularly use a lot of stock photos. And it is hard to find inclusive stock photos. It is hard to, because of the way things are set up, the search terms you have to put in, the just the, the platforms you have to go to. Before we, because Jade, I think you joined before we had our inclusive marketing resource hub. Yeah. And you helped <laughs> us build out the stock photos with that because we, we collected a bunch of resources in that hub. Um, and we had to go through a lot of ways of like finding representation of stock photos. What was your process before we had the hub and then after we had the hub? So, I mean, I kind of always, and as we go back to the same few sites and they are the more generic sites, things like Pexels and Unsplash and the kind of the more generic ones, but it is really learning how to search properly and then also being prepared to spend some time on it. You're not going to find what you want instantly. Mm-hmm. You need to sit there and you need to look. Um, and also I think just learning to make sacrifices there's been so many times I want a specific image and I can see it in my head but because they don't have the intersection quite right or the tone's too cheesy they don't have Mm. whatever I want perfectly related you'll have to do whatever the closest fit is and just sacrifice some of your inner vision but that you can still be inclusive it just won't be quite I still think the selection is just not there yet it's not there yet. And there's a lot of work to be done in the stock photo industry in general. But it's so hilarious. You mentioned the cheesy element because as soon as I've had some clients that have like searched for the word diversity, thinking it's going to bring up this amazing picture. And I can tell you right now off the top of my brain, I can probably imagine, I can tell you the top five pictures. One of them will be the fist bump in the circle where it's a bunch yeah. of different hands, different <laughs> skin tones, and they're all fist bumping in the circle that no please please stop using that photo. often are really cheesy as well there is just all glitter it's all pride flags there's no subtle ones all right so what's our first tip for how to search for a non-cheesy because it's not just putting diversity in there what's the first tip you'd give someone if they're looking for a more inclusive photo say of a family or just a more inclusive genre I would say be really specific in your search terms. Say two dad parents and a child if you're if that's what you're looking for. Say specifically what it is that you want, and then you'll be that lit more little bit more likely to find what it is that you have in your mind. Mm-hmm. And I I think there's a lot of fear sometimes about being specific, but when it comes to labeling imageries, the photographers who upload them put their own labels on them. And then the stock photo website has their own labeling. So you're essentially playing a game of bias detection. You kind of have to say what you're looking for. You can't just say, oh, I'm looking for a woman in a wheelchair because mm-hmm. it's going to bring up cheesy. It's going to bring up mostly white women. So say um, Asian woman wheelchair or Asian woman outside. Like we know how to say these things when we're talking about scenery and environments. But sometimes people get really uncomfortable when they have to describe individuals. Yeah. Yeah, I I think overcoming that will then bleed into other areas of inclusive marketing. So the sooner you've got that down, the easier life will become. And it makes it so much easier to find things. There's a lot of resources out there that create stock photo packages 
like one of my phase is around illustration. So we talk about stock photography, but then another element in social media marketing is using stock illustrations to like represent things or represent actions. And I speak about them all the time, but there is an organization called Black Illustrations and they are still going, they are still making an illustration pack, I think almost every month of a different genre of Black illustrations. It was first, it was like Black women in tech, then it was um, old people outside and they just keep going and building up the packs. And I'm just thinking, here's one representation of taking an area of representation within illustration and broadening it for the marketing need. Yeah, super I'm niche. excited. And intersectional, I'm, love that. Love it. I'm excited to see more. If anyone comes across any types of illustrations, I don't think I've seen one that has represented full intersectionality in terms of disability. I've seen mm. one that kind of do disability in the sense of um, different types of disability, um, visual, wheelchair, amputees, and so forth. But I've not also seen them blended with race and body size. You know, yeah. for some reason, the representation of illustrations of disabled individuals tend to all be thin. I'm just like, I don't understand. There are other body shapes out there to represent. Yeah, that's true. All right. So first two tips, when you're searching for stock photos, be specific, get comfortable with describing what you're looking for. There's also representation in illustrations. And our next, oh, are we on three? Our third tip (laughs) will be alt text. Now, for those who don't know what alt text is, essentially it's describing an image or video for individuals who have screen readers, and it's also beneficial for SEO. We've had our journey with alt text because we like to practice what we preach, but we are only human and a small organization. So we like to be realistic with what we can achieve. Jay, you've had more of a journey with this than I have. Jay is in charge of the socials for Arima and for Include AI. And I kind of made it a standard rule that we have to have alt text on everything. I think, what was the first method we used to do? Oh, I can't even remember. I, you know, I want to say that I would manually put it in, but you can't do that on Twitter. You can only do that on LinkedIn and Instagram. So that doesn't sound right. (laughs) No, I think that was it. I think we used to post it, schedule it, post it, and then you had to go back and update it on the grid on it oh those were painful days (laughs) those were painful days um i think yeah because i remember we had a moment where we were looking for a scheduling platform that had the ability to add alt text when we scheduled it that was a journey (laughs) (laughs) we have tried many many tools i'm glad to see it's becoming more of a thing now um, mm-hmm. I'm a bit annoyed because even when I still look at some tools, they don't mention it in like the list of features when you're comparing them. Yeah. And it's an important feature. It is because it, it makes your content accessible, but also it's another layer of copywriting. And if you have to go and do that after the fact, you have to rethink of what is relevant in the description to the copy that you're writing. 
and social media managers and content creators have it hard enough coming up with copy. Yes. <laughs> what are some tips you would give individuals for writing um, alt text for social? So I think going back to what we were just talking about, getting comfortable with describing people can be really important. And there's been loads of good resources we've seen about, um, for instance, I remember one where there was a blind person and they wrote that everyone just assumes that they're white when they're not because people don't write in their alt text. They don't describe mm. their, their physicality and how they look. So getting comfortable with describing people in as much detail as you can so that they can have a real understanding of who we're actually talking about. Um, and also keeping your tone of voice. Like if you've got a funny tone of voice and you use humor, bring that into your alt text. There's been lots of comedians I've seen that use alt text in a really clever and funny way. Um, I know that you've talked as well. I can't remember her name. She was on the podcast. Yes, Joy. The other Joy that's okay. been on the podcast. Joy's alt text. We'll link it in the description for her stuff had me cracking up sometimes i would read her captions and wait to laugh because i need to read the old text to just see how she described a video oh yeah love joy um but yeah that is so valid keeping that tone of voice and keeping that that element um just to double on the describing individuals one tip i have seen from the disabled community on alt text is that keep it relevant so mm -hmm. sometimes people describe things that aren't necessarily relevant to the whole context of it. And they, they will describe every single detail in the image. And it's like, actually, the, what you're talking about is the person. I want you to describe the person. Because on yeah. most platforms, they do limit the number of characters for alt text. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I is another... <laughs> another crafty um just a future projection on my part i can see ai having an impact in alt text description and i don't know if it's going to be a good thing yeah i think coming back to that relevancy you were just talking about as well like it can be so tempting to just kind of scan an image and pick out the key points when sometimes it's the subtleties like if someone's smiling at a camera that's a good detail to include that says something about them if they're talking if they're waving their hands around these are things that like might not seem important but actually give a lot of context mm -hmm. and i don't think ai is going to pick up on those things no no, but that's a that's a future episode. That's giving me an idea for an episode about how AI impacts inclusive marketing. Because yes, that will be interesting. Um, but yes, all text is another way to be inclusive with your social media content. Trying your best to create it as you're creating the content and not leaving it last minute, especially on those image heavy platforms like Instagram. Um, as far as I'm aware, last time I checked, all social platforms have the ability to add alt text. In terms of the scheduling tools, they don't always have the ability to allow you to add alt text on your scheduling. The big ones that we've engaged with, your Hootsuite does, um, I think Agora Pulse does, and we're currently using Loomly that allows you to add alt text as well. If the platform you're using to schedule tools does not, message them and ask because it might be a feature that they just don't advertise and they're not making obvious because not everyone thinks about accessibility unfortunately now the other element in a lot of social media marketing it kind of crosses over with influencer marketing and we had a really good podcast with charlotte which we'll link below um and charlotte is an influencer as well as um manages other influencers 
And that is an element that it's, it could be debated, but I do think influencer marketing has grown to be its own niche in itself, but it still sits within social media marketing. It's still a subsection of it. And when approaching social media marketing and using influencers, I think a lot of people forget that they can be inclusive and diverse in there. Mm-hmm. And they can include influencers from a range of backgrounds. I know we've done some research for clients in the past where we've gone to find those influencers that they could engage with and really look at like, you know, I think what was a niche we were looking at? Influencers who were black women in either like gaming was one we've done in the past. Um, we always look for black women. I'm now, as I'm going through the list in my head, <laughs> But I know we've also looked for influence, disabled uh, gaming influencers. We've looked for, um, I think there was a niche one, cyclists. Mm. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting. The cycling community, they they are they're dedicated. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> they are passionate. Isn't that's one of our my favorite things about. Um, the work we do, we get to go into subgenres of subgenres of subgenres. It's like cycling yeah. is already a community, and then we're diving in to look at the inclusive cycling network, and then the network within the network. Uh, how, what are tips would you say for to help people find inclusive influencers? I think having patience to look properly to not just go for the big names don't go for the big numbers actually sit down and look at the engagement look at your options I suppose because they're out there you just need to find them and I mean there's agencies that's a really good great way of finding them um, but also just dedicating that hour to really looking and letting yourself go down the rabbit hole I think I, I remember many an hour going down rabbit holes looking for influencers and that's that's the way to do it it's the way to do it it's it is a rabbit hole but once you do it you have them like Mm -hmm. the 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 list of rabbit hole influencers and subject matters i will always remember my very very first client social media marketing um was a picture frame main company and the rabbit hole i went down on picture framing i will always remember that never use masking tape on the back of your pictures top tip okay yeah it de- erodes the picture quality but anywho now we know <laughs> now we know that was a free extra random tip for you there so our top tips um for inclusive social media marketing is stock photos be specific when you're searching make sure that you describe what you're looking for don't just rely on the algorithm to show you because algorithms are biased and don't platform intersectional representation. Use inclusive illustrations. They're out there in every subsection you can. It will help. And once you have it, you have it and you can use it again and again. We all know social media marketing is about loving to have evergreen content. When looking for influencers to partner with for social content, take the time to search. Don't just look at the numbers. Think about, you know, who their audience reaches. Think about their engagement rate. And if you need to use an agency, there are agencies out there that specialize in influencers from diverse backgrounds. The tools, one of our favorite. 
The tools out there can help you. Obviously, we're going to highly recommend Include AI to help with this area. We have our hub. We have um, a bunch of resources that you can access to help with making inclusive marketing in social media a lot easier. But when you're looking for any kind of social media scheduling tool in general, make sure it has these elements. Or if they don't have it and you're already using a tool, ask them for it because they can provide it. Um, All the platforms do have it as well. So that was just a high level on how to make your social media marketing more inclusive. Let the people know where they can find you, Jade. You can find me on LinkedIn at Jade Pet. That's P-E-T-T. Fantastic. Um, All the things we've mentioned will be linked below. Uh, Thank you for joining me on the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. I am your host, Joanne Boyce. You can find me on all social networks at Joanne Boyce. That is J-O-Y-A-N-N-B-O-Y-C-E. Tune in next week for all things inclusive marketing.